You are listening to the Into Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Adrian Rangel. Join me as I sit down with parents, coaches, athletes, and doctors to discuss everything fitness, performance, rehab, and of course, my favorite topic, life. Welcome back to the Into Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Adrian Rangel, and I'm sitting here in front of my co-host, Nick Green. What's good, Nick? What's going on, world? Nick over taking a selfie with his cell phone. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Nick. I didn't mean to call you out, man. Yeah, I did. But anyway. <laughs> uh, today's episode, uh, we are going to chat a little bit about what, Nick? Embracing the suck, you know, doing doing the hard things mm-hmm. and why you should embrace um, difficult times. Right, exactly. So it's going to tie in a little bit to, obviously, fitness and strength and conditioning, um, but also a little bit about about a little bit about life, kind of get you thinking about um, outside the gym, um, because you can carry these things over into your everyday life as well. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But let's kind of talk about why... <clears throat> Nick, um, Nick really thought about this podcast episode because I guess it's been on his mind. Tell me a little bit about that, Nick. Like, why, why this episode? Why this topic? So, um, there are a lot of different sayings. You know, there's you know, embrace the suck or uh, pressure bust pipes, but it also creates diamonds. You know, um, but we wanted to talk about this because with the new COVID rules and restrictions. Um, and the way that football seasons are sort of any sort of sports are sort of put on hold or up in the air. Um, we wanted the athletes and everyone else that we work with and we know to understand that um, even though it may suck to have to follow these rules or to continue working out when you are not 100 percent sure you have a season coming up, um, this is what's going to make you better. Um, making sure that they, the athletes and the clients understand that putting yourself in difficult situations um, over and over and over will make you more prepared for adversity down the road and overcoming that adversity. Right. And <clears throat> again, we can kind of talk about this all day. Um, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure you've had scenarios in life that you had to embrace the suck. Yep. Same uh, with me. And I guess we'll go into little bit of you know in detail with that as well I don't mind sharing some some things that I've I've been through in life as far as embracing the suck but um, I guess I can pertain it to sports and stuff uh, if I need to but um, but yeah man I mean I love this topic because you know I it's I'm always gonna pertain it to the gym I guess but and I guess COVID-19 and stuff because for me from a business standpoint like I had to embrace it for three and a half months you know what I mean and it's like um, I built something from nothing. I'm not from here. I don't, I mean, I, didn't, I guess I knew a lot of people because of work and bouncing around and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I had to embrace those things. And I, and I could have just like tucked my tail uh, between my legs. I could have just said the hell with it. I'm just going to, you know, close it, whatever, um, you know, and just kind of gave up. But I didn't, you know, I had to embrace that. This is just an opportunity for more to, for me to get better. This is an opportunity for more for me to um, kind of, you know, what can I do better when I do open up right. um, and look what it what happened. I opened up a bigger spot. I found you, Nick, at that perfect opportunity. So it opened up doors. Yeah. Um, so embracing that uh, led me into becoming a better business owner, getting a bigger gym, um, hiring you, Nick, 
And, you know, that, that's, that's what happens. You yeah. know, when you embrace those things that happen to you, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be stressful. You're going to ask yourself, what are you going to do now? Right. Um, and it's like, you, you, you have to embrace it. You yeah. know, it's just a challenge in front of you. You can get through it. Um, and, in, and I know these kids, this is going to be a difficult time, especially now because the week is this week. A lot of kids started school. Yeah. Um, it's going to be complicated, right? I mean, things are not going to link up. Internet might go down. Teachers might not be able to listen, hear you very well. Communication might not be the best. It's going to be hard to learn, especially if you're going hundred percent virtual, it's going to be hard to learn. And, but the first thing that pops in my head, and I'll just get this out really quick and you can talk, Nick, but, um, is this a perfect opportunity for you to embrace that? Think about what you're not the be- what you're not good at, yeah. like math, reading, whatever, <clears throat> English, whatever. Um, embrace this time since you have more time, and learn it better. Yeah, get better at it. You know, do better in the class. Get a better grade. No one's telling you to necessarily be the smartest one in class. Do the best you can, obviously, but do better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a perfect opportunity. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like, that's the first thing I think about, you know, because I know this is going to be a challenging time for everybody, even parents. Um, it's kind of hard to tell the parents to like embrace the suck because they're going to have to be driving their kids around and things like that. But, right. you know, I guess you can think about it in a, in a way that parents are going to be able to see their kids more. They're going to be home if yeah. you work from home or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, for me, I would say my sort of embracing the suck moment would be when I was getting my associates um, at New River Community College, I would wake up at 5.30 a.m., work until about 1 p.m., have class from 2.30 until 6, and then work at the bar from about 7 or 8 p.m. until 2 or 3 in the morning, and I did that continuously for two years. And the way I looked at it as uh, was, yes, at, at the time being, I felt like it did suck to get up early. It did suck to be sleep deprived, to have to concentrate on class, to have to work two different jobs just to support myself. But I understood that I needed to do this to get where I wanted to be in life. I embraced um, these hard times. And that's sort of, uh, to me, I think is a character builder. You know, I mean, it, it, it showed me that I, I could do anything. Um, as long as I put my mind to it, right. you know, and I just have to at least try, Yeah, you know, I mean, not go half-assed, but give it a hundred percent and you're going to reach your goals. And with, like you said, with the new hours, with school, uh, the miscommunication with, with, uh, teachers, professors, I can certainly see that being an issue, but like, uh, coach Adrian said, you know, I mean, you, you don't want to do the things that you're good at. You want to do the things that you're not so good at, right? You know, embracing um, these hard times and striving to make yourself better every day. Um, you know, working on things to improve yourself. So, yeah. Um, you know, embracing these hard times. I think you know you don't have to like it, but it's going to help you down the road. Yeah, and it's and those who are listening that it's never had to work like Nick has. And Nick, I was like you, man. I had like two or three jobs going to school when I was going to Radford from undergrad. And, um, you know, it sucked. But in my eyes, honest to, honest to goodness, I used to think of it as, and you, you can, my, my wife will vouch for me, <clears throat> my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now, but 
she would she can vouch for me. I used to tell her because she used to ask me like, why do you why do you do that? Like, why are you working multiple jobs, going to school, staying up late, getting up early? Like, why do you put yourself in those positions? Because you necessarily don't have to. I understand. But in reality, in my eyes, I was thinking, I'm prepping myself for where I am right now. Because I know that when I own a business, that's my end goal, which I'm here, which I'm not where I want to be. Don't get me wrong. But um, I knew it was going to be long hours. I knew it was going to be, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep because I got to get this done. Yeah. I looked at it as I was prepping myself, you know, um, and I used to watch YouTube motivational videos and things <laughs> like that. I mean, right. and stuff, but, um, and they always used to say that successful people have a couple things in common. And it was always like that phrase was always there. It was like, mm-hmm. embrace the suck, you know, do things that others are not willing to do yeah. to, to get yourself where you want to be, things yeah. like that, you know? And it's like, you know, that didn't really pop in my head that, that embrace the suck didn't really pop in my head or that whole, I guess, mantra, I guess, um, until I was like a senior in college, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just didn't really care that much. Yeah. You know, I just kind of mm-hmm. went to class, did yeah. my thing. I was having fun. But when, when I was a senior in college, it really hit me. It's like this, this, this was tough for me. Like college yeah. was tough for me. Um, I'm not the smartest person. Um, I was, I've always been a hard worker, uh, multiple jobs at the same time. I tried to study, don't get me wrong, um, but I just wasn't really the best student, right. you know what I mean? Um, so I just had to understand and just get into my head that, like, hey, th- this is going to suck. Like prepping myself to to where I want to be is going to suck because I'm not used to it. Right. Um, it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, but I was like, you know what, I'm willing to take that, take that on. Yeah. And, and I did it. And, um, you know, and I, I'm glad I did, you know, I don't regret it. I, I mean, there's some times where my friends are going out and I, I missed opportunities to be, hang out with them and sometimes my family, but, uh, unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that my job or whatever is more important, but sometimes you, you have to do that, you know, to get where you want to be. Yeah. And I know I'm trying to, I'm going on a different tangent a little bit, but all, all that ties in and, and the, you know, when it, when you say embrace the suck, you know, doing things you don't want to necessarily do, but you do it anyway, all that ties into, you know, schools, you know, yeah. sports, um, life, uh, goal setting, right. all that's really, really important. Right. You know what I mean? And, um, <clears throat> I don't think sometimes these kids have people telling them, you know, this is just something you have to do. Yeah. Okay. This is just, it's, it's not going to be fun, but yeah. you have to do it. It's yeah. not stupid just because you don't like it, yeah. you know? Um, and my mom used to tell me that all the time. It's like, just because you don't like something, son, doesn't mean it's stupid. You know, you just got to do it. That's yeah. what she always used to tell me. Yeah. And I'm always, I never knew what that meant until I opened this and I'm working with a bunch of kids telling me that everything they're doing is stupid. Right. And I'm like, just because you don't like it or you don't see a reason for it doesn't mean it's stupid. Exactly. You know, the rules, regulations, yeah. they're stupid to me, but I have to do it. Exactly. You know, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me, but I have to do it. Yeah, being a business owner, you have to abide by these rules if you want to stay open. And same thing for the schools. If you, you want a season, there's some rules that you have to follow. And like like Coach said, you may think they're not <clears> – <throat> they're, they're a little ridiculous, but these are what we have to do to maintain some sort of normalcy. You know, putting yourself out there um, – you know, outside of your comfort zone, whether it's trying a new exercise or um, taking a class that you've never taken taken before, like public speaking mm-hmm. or chemistry or something you're not good at, calculus 
or maybe even trying a new food, you know, right. maybe trying some spinach <clears throat> and not the chicken nuggets and, and soda, you know, I mean. Oh, my God. Um, the chicken tenders. The chicken tenders, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, I mean, uh, putting yourself out there outside of the comfort zone, I think you can apply to every sort of facet in life, whether it's in sports, academia, or your personal life. You know, I think everyone should at least try one new thing in all different aspects of their life. Try a new exercise. Try a new food. Um, try to reach out to someone you, you think you, you, you wouldn't befriend before because maybe you have two different political views or anything like that. But um, you'd be surprised um, what type of changes you'll be able to make, not just within yourself, but with other people as well. And that's always got me, too. It's like, how do you not... How do you not get yourself out of your bubble? You know, like I think of that all the time and I'm probably going to go on a million tangents here on this subject because I, it's it, anything related to life. I have millions of questions and you know, I'm, I'm like, how, how can you be a human being running around in this world and just stay in your bubble? There's so many different things you can learn from different people. Because it's easy. That's why. It's easy to stay in that bubble. It's easy to stay in your comfort Isn't zone. Isn't that something, though? Yeah. Like, and you always, and you're like, well, you just don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back to embracing, you know, what you don't want to do or, or what sucks or whatever is like, I remember moving away in elementary school to um, Smith County, Virginia. I was in Rockbridge County, you know, so only about you know, a couple hours away. I didn't want to do it, you know, but my, my mom was like, y- you're going to do it obviously. Cause I'm just a kid. So I'm going to, you're going to meet new friends. You, you're, you're everywhere, anywhere, anywhere you go, you're going to meet new friends. Right. That's what she used to tell me. So it doesn't matter. So, so we moved So we moved around a little bit and it was the best decision ever, man. Yeah. Like I embraced it. I was like, whatever I was a kid, I'm doing what I got to do. I didn't like it, but I had to at that point. Um, but you know, it was great. You know what I mean? I just look back far. Like you got me thinking, talking about the subject. It's like, man, what, what a, what a good scenario that my mom put me in, you know, because I learned so much from those people that I've met there and can friends with now, you right. know what I mean? Still to this day. Um, again, I'm probably going to go off on a couple, you know, several tangents, but no, no, not at it all. is what it is, yeah. you know, and I'm sure that, you know, you could share a lot of things in your life, coach Nick, that, that you went through and that you are possibly going through now that, it sucks, but you're doing it. Right. You know, one I could think about top of my head is driving back and forth from Blacksburg here to Roanoke, man, that sucks, but it's going to put you hopefully in a, in, in my eyes and an opportunity where you want to be Absolutely. In this, in this strength and conditioning industry, yeah. you know? Um, and, and that's just kind of one of the things you got to embrace and just do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? But you look at the outcomes though, you know, what's, what's the best thing that could possibly happen by trying something new. You could come to find that you like it or you become more proficient at the um, exercise movement or you get better at public speaking. That's the best outcome. Worst outcome, you could fail. And honestly, that's not a bad thing. If you fail, you learn something about yourself. You learn that, um, you know, maybe you could practice a little bit better or pay a little bit more attention to how your body moves in space or take notes better or whatever it is. Um, but it's a learning experience. And I think the more learning experiences we can have, the better off we'll be at attacking it again next time. You know, yeah, there's, absolutely. There's there's not I mean, there's nothing wrong with failure. You know, as long as you try and you give it 100 um, percent effort, then failure is not the worst thing that could happen. And, and I know that 
it's it's going to be tough for you know some kids that listen to understand where we're coming from. I didn't understand it. Like I said, it didn't start clicking until I was a senior in college. You know what I mean? Um, and how old was I? I was 25 years old. I didn't graduate college until I was 25. Um, so almost, you know, pretty much made college a, a career because, <laughs> mm. uh, you know, I, was, I went to college right after that again. But anyways, um, but yeah, so I understand. I, I, Coach Nick understands that, you know, you're, you may not under, completely know where we're coming from when we say um, it's okay to fail. I mean, you might think, well, I don't want to fail my test or something. It, it's it's bigger than that. You yeah. know, it's, it's bigger than that. Um, you know, there's no way you can learn about yourself unless – um, you know, you know, you fail. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, and by no means I'm no motivational guru and I'm by no means, there's a lot of people out there that went through way worse things than I have. Um, but I'm just talking about experience, you know, that, that I've went through and working with kids, um, and things like that. It's just, I, I don't want to see, especially the kids, the athletes that come in and out of my gym, I don't want to see a trend to where, they're afraid to get out of that comfort zone. They're right. afraid to fail. Yeah. They're afraid not to get that weight. Um, they're afraid not to make the team. Um, embrace that, man. Yeah. I mean, if you don't make the team, let's let's get back on. Let's get back yeah. on it, man. Let's oh, yeah. just, let's get right back on the grind. Start coming in here. Let's work. Let's think about things that didn't work. Let me change things. That's my job. Your job is just to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that can go for that can go for adults too. I know I keep saying athletes, but the same thing back you know, going to adults, it's like, you're not going to, you're not going to get where you want to be in eight weeks when it comes to this fitness. Yeah. It's, it's a long term thing, you know? Yep. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail in that aspect. Um, we're here in hopes to pick you back up um, and keep going. Yep. Modify what we need to modify. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Let's keep attacking because it's all about that consistency. You yep. know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'd like to take this moment to give a big shout out to not just the young athletes we work with, but also the adults we work with as oh, yeah. well. Um, you know, we see you guys putting in a lot of hard work and we're extremely proud of all the progress you've made and being able to push yourself outside of the comfort zone. And just remember, guys, that tough times don't last. Tough people do. So use these uh, experiences, these these uh, situations that are outside of your comfort zone to learn more about yourself and uh, we promise we'll be with you every step of the way. We're super proud of you guys. And, um, you know, we're, we're happy that uh, you guys chose us to uh, be be along the ride uh, during your fitness journey. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's a journey. Yeah. Right. I mean, good, good segue to that is um, we're into that and into like being part of your journey. It, it means a lot to us. Things like that. Um, just just understand that you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. It's part of it. Um, embrace it, learn from it, um, and, and you know that—that's what it's about. You know, um, yeah. I'm glad you shouted them out, Nick, because they have been really working their butt off in here. So, um, but yeah, man. So it's 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 one of those things where um, I think we're never going to figure out um, about ourselves as far as like um, like afraid to fail. Like I'm still afraid to fail. You know, that's yeah. that's. My big thing is I built this. I, I don't don't ever want it to go away. Right. Like it's always one of those things. Like I want it to stay here um, and I want it to keep impacting people, mm-hmm. you know. And my my biggest thing is like, you know, I know we said don't be afraid to fail. But the reality of it is it's like it's always in the back of our head. You know, yeah. we're always going to think about it. 
and um, and and it's tough to to get yourself thinking I'm cool with it. You know, yeah, yeah I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah whatever, no. whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's some things where I'm kind of like that. Yeah, whatever, I'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality of it is, it's it, you're thinking about it. No, you know? of course. I mean, um, I, I think what we're saying is, you know, it, it, you know, to not be afraid to fail, but um, we want you to be uh, be able to overcome that fear. You know what I mean? Everyone has has that fear of doing something new, fearing failing at something new. But we want you to be able to overcome that. That's I guess that's what what we're really trying to hit home here is. Yeah. Um, don't let that fear paralyze you. Um, learn from your mistakes and be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and be careful with those. Given you know, again, we're not you know, motivational gurus or nothing like that. Uh, just kind of going about experience again, but, um, it, it's, it's tough following, um, advice and, and, and stuff from people that's never been there and done that. Right. You know, um, I was given a lot of advice growing up to cert from certain people that really necessarily haven't been there and done that, you know, and they try to tell me, uh, you know, don't be afraid of fear. You can do it. And I'm always like, oh, why ain't you doing it? You know? Right, right. Kids are smart, man. Yeah. Kids are smart. They're going to pick up on it. Like, why aren't you doing it? And it goes back to, you know, if parents or coaches are going to say, do this, why aren't you doing it? They're going to yeah. ask that. You know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, just just my little, you know, just throwing that in there. Just, um, you know, be careful you take, you know, advice from. You, you know what? You want those one or two people that you can always – uh, run to for good advice, yeah. you know, and, and can, can kind of shoot you straight. Um, I'm a straight shooter. I like to be, you know, told straight up what's going on, um, how I'm acting, um, things like that. So, um, that's really important to me. So yeah, there, yeah. there's that with that rant. Sorry. Yeah. I, no. I was going to go about a bunch of no, them, but I, know. uh, I, w- along with that, I would like to sort of share my experience with failure. You know, I feel like if we're here talking about, overcoming the fear of failure, uh, why not uh, share those experiences with the athletes and the adults? Um, my failure was not taking high school as seriously as I could have. Amen. I graduated high school, but just barely. I was, I love sports, but um, sports is what helped me graduate. I needed to maintain a certain GPA, um, and but I graduated. But when I did that, I didn't understand basic concepts of math, sciences, and whatnot. So when I was ready for college, um, I felt like I was two steps behind everyone else. I took a chemistry course at New River, and I had to drop out the third day. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what I was looking at. Everyone else had some sort of experience with chemistry and I'm sitting there trying to figure out what a Bunsen burner is and a beaker and all this and that. Um, but I didn't quit. I knew that I needed chemistry for my, um, bachelor's. So I took a break from all sort of sciences and focused on all my other subjects. And then when I got to Radford, um, chem 111, came up and I, that was one of the last classes I needed to do. 
And so I was terrified. I didn't feel comfortable with it because I didn't understand what any of this terminology was. And I had no experience with it, whereas all the kids in my class, they had done chemistry in high school. I'd done nothing like that. God, that's a shitty feeling. Trust it, me. It, I know. it really is. It's so tough. But me being a little bit older, um, when I went to Radford, I had this sort of self-confidence that, you know, regardless of what anyone else knows, I'm just going to focus on me, um, put my nose to the grindstone and get the work done. And I did. Every day I was after class, I was seeing the chemistry professor. She was helping me with homework, helping me with problems. And yes, it took two hours out of my day, even after the hour and a half class. But I got through it. And not only did I get through it, I started to understand it. And I actually graduated Chem 111 uh, with a B. And I just thought to myself, how in the world did I even do that? Mm -hmm. I had no background in it. And I felt so accomplished. You know, I mean, being that my mother um, is a professor at Virginia Tech, former professor, she, uh, excuse me, she retired about a year ago. um, And her discipline was science. You know, I kind of felt like, I, I, I couldn't fail her, but bigger than that, I didn't want to fail myself. And, you know, I, I made time and made sure that I put 110% effort into understanding this material. So I went from a failure in chemistry to a success. You know, tough times, like I said before, tough times aren't going to last. It's the tough people that last. So yeah. if you can push yourself through and overcome that adversity... You're going to be able to do that with anything in your life. Yeah, I love that, man. And I took him, you took it at Radford when you got that B. I took him twice at Radford, like straight up. There's no way in hell I was going to pass the first one. I had zero clue. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Um, Almost the exact same scenario that you had, Nick. I was literally clueless on what the hell was going on in the class. But my big thing was, and what clicked for me is, it's my fault. I didn't take it serious. Right. You know, so when you look at things and you constantly look for someone else to blame, you are never going to understand that that's never, that's never going to help you. Right. It is no one else's fault, but yourself. Yep. And that was when, like I said, that senior year in college, um, this was after I passed chemistry, but at the second time, it was actually interesting because I actually understood it. Yeah. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, but anyways, it's, you know, once, once you start realizing that no one else is to blame but yourself for those things, it, it's very, very vital because then you start taking control of everything, your yeah. actions, um, who you interact with, you're in control of all that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's very, very important that the kids you know, going to college now or whatever, it's really, really important for them to understand that. Yeah. Um, because, um, and it, that's when it really clicked for me, man, is, you know, I was constant, I wasn't taking nothing serious. Yeah. Nothing. And I kept blaming my high school. I kept blaming because my high school did this. My high school did that. It was a small high school. We didn't get this. We didn't get that. Man, that's bull. You know, after I said, you know what? It's not their fault. It's mine. Right. You know, I was the one in the office every day because I couldn't quit shut my mouth in class. Yeah. You know, that was all me. It's part of maturing, I guess. But um, and I think that it kind of sucks because it had to take so long. And I, and I guess sometimes I feel bad for being 
too hard on some of these kids sometimes because I I know how I was. It took really long time for me to understand it. Right. Um, and even despite the fact that I had really good mentors growing up, my big brother, my mom, my father, my coaches, you know, pretty good mentors in my life that that always believed in me. But it, it didn't matter until I started really diving in and reflecting on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm getting a little deep here, but like reflecting on myself, like it is no one else's fault but myself, my yeah. own. Um, and once you take ownership of that, you know, things start changing in your life. Um, you start getting better grades. Like same thing, I went to the PTA program. It's like um, I told myself when I get to the PTA program, I, I'm, I'm not going to get anything less than an A in the class. I want a 4.0 the whole time, you know? Um, I did that all the way into my last semester. I got a B. Um, it's pretty mad about it, but whatever. It is what it is. I made it happen. Um, but it was literally the first time in my college career, my whole school career at 20, this is cool, I guess, to me, at 27 years old or 28 years old, it was the first time in my life where I had straight A's. 28, dude. Yeah. 28. Yeah. All right? And I was like, dude, this feels so good. And you talk yeah. about nose to the grindstone. Like, again, I got out of college still not knowing the best way to study. I didn't realize this stuff till senior year. Yeah. You know? Um, don't get me wrong. My work ethic was on point. Like, when it, when it comes to manual work, when it comes to stuff like that, like, it's tough to outwork me, man. Like, I'll work hours, dude. I am yeah. not scared of that. Yeah. You know, but textbooks and stuff were just hard for me to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, dude, that felt so good. 28 years old, I remember telling my mom, I was like, Mom, I made a straight A. She's like, really? It's yeah. so amazing. She's like, I told you you could do it. I mean, hell, my mom's been telling me that since I was six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yep. 20, you know, 26 later, 26 years later, I'm yep. able to, you know, tell her, hey, mom, this is what's up. This is what oh, I, yeah. you know, and it felt, and it felt good. It really did. Um, but it's just adversity, putting myself in uncomfortable positions and or situations, um, you know, really helped me, you know, um, and that goes, that goes right hand in hand to like the, the, General, the um, original topic, you know, embracing that suck. This whole studying process was going to suck, yeah. but I have to get it done yeah. to get where I want to be. Exactly. Um, and throughout that whole time, I kept thinking in my head, I am going to, I'm doing this, working full time, two or three jobs, paying my own rent in college, paying my car payment. Uh, the only thing my mom paid for was the cell phone. Like I worked my butt off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing so prepared me for owning this business. Absolutely. Because I am, dude, I am not scared to work 24 hours if I need to. I'm, you can ask my wife, bro. Like, no joke. So embracing all of that, I can go on forever, and this episode can be five hours long, talking about stories and stuff like that. But doing all that in return, I've gained the resilience of build or um, fighting through adversity and or getting through adversity, I guess, and um, conditioning myself is where I wanted to say conditioning myself to working long hours. Yeah. And it's not a problem, nope. you know, at all. And I'm sure you can relate because you know how it is. Yeah. Working two jobs, going to class, doing things like and be quite honest. I told Nick I wasn't going to say this. I think didn't I? Um, a lot of those kids, man, a lot of the kids out here spoiled, bro. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be completely honest with you. They a lot of them completely have it made um 
Now, I don't know what goes behind closed doors, things like that. Uh, you know, I hope nothing's going on. But, you know, a lot, a lot of you all are spoiled. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you got everything that you need in front of you. You know, I didn't get my first laptop until I was 30 years old. I barely know how to work this thing in front of me, bro. <laughs> I was 30 years old when I got my first laptop. I went mm -hmm. through college at that one because mm -hmm. I'd be damned if I'm going to ask my mom to buy me that, right. you know, yeah. and I didn't have enough money for it. So I just went to the library, yeah. to, the co to the college library. Mm -hmm. But, you know, good for me, whatever. Um, but a lot of you all have the laptops you need. You have to put your... You had to put your Apple earbuds in to listen to your teacher. Come on, man. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you're talking about, you know, something that a lot of kids in this world would do anything to be in that situation. Right. You got really, really talented and really experienced teachers out there willing to sit down and teach you. You know, just do it. Embrace it. Embrace it's not, it. It's not the funnest. You think the teachers want to sit there and do this? They yeah. went to school to work their butt off to be underpaid to now talk to you through the computer. Yeah. That's not what they went to school for. No. But you know what they're doing? They're getting it done. And they're embracing this. They're embracing it. This change. And I guarantee you they're getting good at working computers, yeah. working the Zoom. In return yeah. of embracing that, I guarantee you they're getting better at something. Absolutely. You know? And you all need to start. And I'm always talking towards the youth because, gosh, we work with so many of them. And it just... You all need to embrace what's going on now. It's only going to make you better, but only if you see the big picture. Yeah. And try your best to try to sit back, self-reflect, see the big picture, because if you don't, it's going to be 28, 29, 30 years old, and you're going to look back and be pissed at yourself because, man, they were right. And understand it takes some time, but try to think about those things. Yeah. You know, tr try to just, just sit back. I can get better at this. I can get better at that. Um, and, you know, that downtime with no school, if you're going to school just two days a week, help your mom around the house. Mm -hmm. Help your dad around the house. Take out the trash. Again, a lot of them are spoiled, bro, for real. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm calling you out, I guess. I, guess. I You know, some of you know who I'm talking to. You know what I mean? And it's like um, it's not directly towards anybody. I'm just saying, you know, um, Embrace that time and, and get better at everything. Mm -hmm. Well-rounded, yeah. young athlete, you know, young woman, young man, um, and it helps. Yeah. Because um, what my dad always told me, man, is my dad, he's, he's always like, you're going to have to learn this stuff. You know, you're going to have to learn how to use this tool. You're going to have to learn to do this. You're going to have to learn. I'm not going to be around forever. And you're not going to be able to call me to do things. And then my mom was like, you're going to have to fill out that FAFSA sheet by yourself. I filled out all my stuff, bro. Yeah. All of it. By myself. She was like, you're going to have to fill it out because one day I may not be here and you're going to have to do all these things by yourself. Yeah. See, and that's just the way we were raised, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And my big sister and big brother was like, quit being spoiled, AD. Get your butt in there do it yourself. Mama's boy. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I was yeah. spoiled, bro. I was, you know, yeah. a little bit with my mom and stuff. Um, but they taught me those type of things. Right. And sometimes, you know, these kids are not being told that, which is cool, whatever, whatever. That's cool. I mean, again, you you got everything right there in front of you. Cool. That's great. Um, but I hope you're listening to this and you say, dang, you know, I, I need to sit back and maybe start thinking about those things, you know. Um, maybe going to the gym two times a week, getting a pay for from my, from my parents, 
getting better at a sport is not so bad. Yeah. You know? Um, and I feel like that's, you know, they didn't need to start thinking like that because, you know, I didn't when I was a kid, you know? Um, and I, I just don't want them to be, you know, my age and, and then look back and, and not know a single thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, man, I knew this subject was going to, was kind of, you know, open up doors to other stuff, Absolutely. which is a good thing, Yeah, you know, and, um, you know, Nick, I know, I mean, I know you can, you know, contest to a lot of stuff, man, as far as like working jobs, going to school stuff like that. It's not easy. So, you know, those who are listening have done it. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've been there, you yeah. know, we're, we're with you. I get it. Um, you know, a couple of clients of ours, uh, they used to come in two times a week, spoke with them yesterday. You know, they just graduated college and getting jobs around here and they said you know hey i'm not going to be able to you know come in as much you know i just started this job i just moved man i totally get that yeah absolutely <laughs> I, i've been college broke before yeah. and i've been graduating college i've been in graduating college with not a very not the best job in the world broke before too yeah you know yeah and it's like it's tough and um it's still tough yeah you know sometimes um, you know, just because people, you know, I own this business and everything doesn't mean it's not easy. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's easy. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of things are playing in the cards, but, um, yeah, sorry, Nick, I went on that huge nah, ass, like seven I, minute tangent. Bro. That's awesome though. Um, you know, and again, what we just want to stress to the athletes and the adults that we work with is that, uh, you know, we see you guys trying very hard and, I know Adrian feels this way, but I feel extremely grateful just to be a part of y'all's journey. And I am super impressed and proud that you guys are embracing the suck because some of the stuff that we program for you isn't always the funnest. It gets your heart rate up. You start sweating um, and you and, you know, you find out that you're not the greatest at certain things. But, you know, just keep plugging away. Keep chopping that wood and uh, it'll all pay off in the end. And. Um, I'm personally extremely uh, proud to be a part of Into Athletics and to work with everyone here. Yeah, man, and uh, good reviews from you, man. People love you, dude, and, uh, you know, I'm thankful, 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 thankful that you're here. Um, real quick, what, em what I had to embrace last week was leaving my business. Oh, that must have been tough. It was tough. I li so, so real quick, uh, my wife and I have been married uh, the 24th of August for a year, so we went to uh, – went out of town <clears throat> for three nights. And uh, so for the first time that I've ever opened into athletics, I left into athletics in Nick's hands. And there's no doubt in my mind he could handle it. That was not the problem. <laughs> the problem was just leaving it open, yeah. knowing that it's running without it. And I felt proud. Um, and that's another embrace to suck, I guess I could talk about, man, so many. I, I was proud of not only what I put together. Damn, I was proud of Nick, man. Like, you held I the fort down. That. I'm very proud of you, man, for doing that. Um, but also proud of my athletes because I, this is what I prepped you for. Yeah. is like the app. Write your stuff down. Nick does not have to get your band for you. You know, Nick does not have to get your 15-pound dumbbell for you. That's your goal. And I set those goals on day one during that assessment is yeah. eventually you're going to be doing that. So, so very, very proud of my adults, my athletes, Nick holding the fort down. So that was something that I had to embrace. It sucked, but, <laughs> but it was very, it was, it was, it was, I feel very, very good about it. I yeah. felt good about it. It was all on me, you know, to just let it go, yeah. you know, 
um, and I let it go. And it, God, man, it, it felt great. Felt you know? like a weight was lifted. Yeah, right? it was weight lifted, man. Yeah. It was re- really weight lifted that I don't have to shut my business down to go out of town with my wife, and and everyone has to stop training for three or four days. Yeah, you know, I'm like, this that, that's not fair. You know, um, so. You know, having you around was perfect, man. So good job there, man. I, Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, happy Seriously. to be here. Happy to help out and give you and Brandy the opportunity to uh, take some time off. You yeah. guys definitely deserve it. Yeah, so. man. I appreciate it, man. Really, um, it's, it's been awesome. Um, back to the program, though, really quick. I keep saying that. Um, but sometimes, guys, when Nick and I have you do something and you've done it for consecutive weeks in a row, we want you to earn the right to progress we're not going to just throw something in there for you um, because you want it. Yeah. Okay. I've always said, I'm going to give you what you need, not what you want all the time. You know, we're going to throw some fun things in there, maybe at the end, ball slams, ropes, whatever, skier, or whatever, but big lifts and stuff, you're not going to progress. So that is another thing you have to embrace. It sucks. Embrace it because you're here to get better. You're here for the longevity, you know, so you, you want to build that you want to build that progress up over time yep all right um, this is not an eight to 12 week boot camp style thing where you come for eight we're promising 10 12 pounds nothing like that off that, that, that's not what this is about and it gets frustrating as hell because you'll go eight nine ten weeks without seeing a weight difference without seeing the scale get off the scale that's let's think about the big picture here yeah are you able to play with your kids longer you able to pick up your toddler up over your head? Are you able to, you know, go hiking more? Is your knees hurting as much? That's important. You know what I mean? That's very, very important. Um, but, yeah, that, there's that. So uh, y'all are doing a good job. So I'm blessed to have y'all on board. Obviously, all my athletes and, and, and the, the adults. So, um, yeah, man. You got anything else, Nick? Uh, I can't reiterate this enough. I'm super uh, proud to be here. I'm proud of everyone that I work with. Um, you know, N2 Athletics is my home away from home, and hopefully soon enough I'll be relocated here to the Roanoke Valley, Salem area. Um, but I just want to leave you guys with that same phrase I said earlier. Tough times don't last, tough people do. So let's continue to work hard, and I'm excited to uh, see what the future holds for N2 Athletics and the rest of uh, the clients, the athletes here. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we are trying our best to put out these episodes once a week, um, trying to do it every Wednesday. Um, again, it's, sometimes times are tough. I got back into town Monday, um, full force on Tuesday. So, um, But yeah, uh, we're trying our best to get out once a week. going to continue to try to get some more content out um, as far as programming, in-season, preseason, athletes, adults, training, things like that. Um, so be on the lookout there on Facebook, Instagram, things like that. I'm um, still waiting on Nick to get an Instagram. Uh, so yeah, can, yeah, I'm a little yeah. behind on the times. Yeah, man. Embrace the suck and get an Instagram. Um, <laughs> Catch me on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, but, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Um, we will catch you all next episode. And, again, we appreciate all, everyone's support.